Did you know that Walt Disney is a nine on the Enneagram? No. I still haven't taken that quiz. Did you know that I am a nine on the Enneagram? You're Walt Disney? Me and Walt Disney are probably the same. I wish you knew more about the Enneagrams or this would have been a good bit. One day I'll take the quiz. Your knowledge of Enneagrams is like my knowledge of the royal wedding. I said that I was not into it and then I like one person got into it. The Brits got nothing. Nothing. But gross teeth, fish and chips. And, and a royal win. A royal win. That's it. And we have two Disney worlds and you have zero. Zero. Two Disneys. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities. You got a friend of me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I want to be like you. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Bearing with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And don't forget, we have another host, Zara. Who is this? The Holy Ghost? No, our child. <laughs> Zara is pregnant, everybody. Oh my goodness. This is not an April Fool's joke. Hopefully you saw our Instagram post. If you didn't, we have a young mouse ear on the way. In my belly. In her belly. Actually, that's not fully how that works, but oh, oh well. Close enough. Well, science doesn't matter because we just do podcasting. This is our full-time jobs. I wish. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh my gosh. It's not even close. Not even close. This is like the side, side, side hustle. This is the side hustle of all side hustles. We are a married couple, as Michael mentioned, with a baby on the way from (laughs) Dallas, Texas. And we love Disney and all things pop culture, like movies and books. And we love chips and salsa a whole lot. Oh boy, do we love chips and salsa. Shout out to Texas. Shout out to our state food. Putting that Tex in Tex-Mex. Yep. make Just made that up. I don't know if state food's a thing, but it should be chips and salsa. It should be. It should be everybody's food. Yes, everyone's. If I was looking, if I was making a food pyramid like you do in kindergarten. You put chips and salsa at the bottom? My foundation chips and salsa. <laughs> my medium chips and salsa. <laughs> and my very tippy top chips and salsa. So the whole thing. The whole thing. I love chips and salsa, but I love something more than just chips and salsa. And that is I love interacting with the people who listen to us. That's true. Um, So, yeah, as we said, this is like a side hustle. We just love Disney and we love talking about it. So we made this podcast and there are people all over the globe who listen to this podcast. Dude, you just made fun of Britain so hard. I know. And then... All of a sudden, we realize this week's fan shout out, fan shout out, 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 is literally from England. So Daniel Smith, all right, not the most English name. Whenever I saw Seems on pretty English, Daniel Smith. What does that sound American to you? I guess so. Yeah, guess where we came from. <laughs> you win. You win, Zara. I know. Um, I guess English names sound like John Boyega. Sure. Actually, I have, never mind. Or Prince William or Prince Harry. Or all of that. So anyway, uh, Daniel Smith 
has been following us on Facebook, and then he added us on Instagram. And I was like, oh, wait, this is that dude from Facebook that likes our stuff sometimes. So then I started looking his social media up, a.k.a. stalking him, and I realized Daniel Smith lives in Malden, Essex, which is insane. I don't even know where Essex is. It's in England. I I know that much. That's all I know. Yeah, he works at the UK Power Networks. Daniel, I might be giving way too much personal in- information about you. <laughs> That's creepy. But it's just publicly there for Facebook consumption. Yeah, it's fine. So we feel super, super honored that Daniel um, listens to this podcast and takes the time to post on our social media updates. In between eating fish and chips. Sure, exactly. And riding the tube. So a week Ago, I posted a pretty great GIF. Shout, shout out to this secret app that I use to um, put our faces on GIFs. Um, and I did it to hype up Infinity War and our Infinity War podcast. And Daniel just comes out of nowhere, a.k.a. YoungGun1980. That is his Instagram name, YoungGun1980. Oh. Okay. And he basically said that he is loving the podcast. And he, he said, quote, that's my drive home sorted. <gasps> I know. So when I saw that, I was like, sorted. American people don't say sorted. British people say sorted. And then it, that made me think, like, what if he's from England? Sure enough, he is. Sure enough, he is. He said he only started listening to our podcast last week, and it's been a game changer on his commute. Ooh. So that is quite exciting. I love that. So, Daniel, I want to know, have you been to America? Have you been to the parks out here? Have you been to Disneyland Paris? Like, How did you become a Disney fan? What is your background? I want to know everything. Daniel, please tell us everything. um, In great detail. Daniel, we are trying to boost up our guests on this podcast, but we have never, ever, ever communicated with a Disney fan overseas not even once so if you want to get down on the mayor with mouse ears podcast that would make my life we will figure that out we've never met this man i don't even know what that means we don't know but daniel you have now become on the mount rushmore of married with mouse ears fans in my mind that was quick yo this homie not only lives in 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 england and listens to us he listens to us on his commute to work true true that means that he listens to us to either get hyped up from work or he listens to us to cool down from work after all of his colleagues mm-hmm. just grind his gears. Yeah. So I so either way, we are what Daniel goes to whenever he just needs to be put in a good magical mood. I like that. We, we, we aren't just background noise that he listens to in the kitchen while chopping up some greens for, for dinner time. Sure, sure, sure. Um, we are not what he listens to in the gym. To get over the excruciating leg pain that he is enduring <sighs> on the treadmill. Or the itchiness. Or the itchiness, because I got this weird it, 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 itchy stuff. So many stuff. problems. I got a lot of problems. He also doesn't and working listen. working out is every one of them. While he's mowing the lawn. I try doing that sometimes, but then the lawnmower is a little bit too loud. And because I'm not about to wear my fancy uh, Beats headphones while I am mowing the yard so i get all sure, sweaty sure, sure, and sure. grassy and said i just got my normal out, my normal iphone he- earbuds sure 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 so we have come to the part of this segment where daniel aka young gun needs a nickname yes he does hmm british daniel Br- british daniel cross the pond daniel oh 
Now we're talking. Young Gun, Top Gun. Was the guy who was in Top Gun British? No, but there was a goose. Mm. A guy named Goose, not a physical goose. I was like, what? This is not the Aristocats. I was confused. Um, is any of that striking you? I do like Across the Pond Daniel. Across the Pond Disney Daniel. Whoa, that's a long one. I know. That is a long one. Our friend from Across the Pond, comma, Daniel. <laughs> comma, Daniel. What if we became pen pals? I like where this is going. And then that's the way he signed his letters. Like, your friend from across the pond, comma, Daniel. Sarah, this just made me, okay, I am all in. That is his nickname. Our friend from across the pond. Daniel. Comma, Daniel. (laughs) That's so long and weird. (laughs) Oh, well. So if you're thinking about traveling across the pond, or maybe just, you know, to Florida or to California... Or anywhere where there's a Disney location. Hawaii. Oh my gosh, Hawaii. You have to cross a little bit of a pond that is to a get pond. there. Um, but you should drop a line to Wendy at yellowshoetravel.com. Wendy with a Y, not an I. And drop her a line. See, she's going to help you please. Sorry, what does the phrase drop her a line mean? Be like, hey, Wendy, I need help planning my trip. Like, literally, that's probably all you need to say. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So you drop her some lines in a keyboard. What I thought you, you were saying was like a pickup line, and I'm just saying Wendy Trent is married, so That's don't go creepy. fishing no. for this is not match.com. Michael, you just made it weird. Sorry. There's also a website, a dating Disney website. No, 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 no. 100%. No. no. I was listening to a different podcast. This one is called mousebingle.com what in the world mousebingle.com sponsored this disney podcast wow i don't think we need that specific wendy trent is a 10 times better sponsor (laughs) than mousebingle.com we're already married but anyway but for all of you single homies out there just trying to find some disney love i'm not gonna lie like that is like a pretty interesting idea like obviously you being a bigger disney fan than me i had never met one and that was a big reason that I liked you and that I was attracted to you, other than you being beautiful and very, very funny and all of that good stuff. But your love for Disney was great, was was pretty great. So Mary, maybe MouseMingle.com is working. All right. Back to Yellowshoe Travel. <laughs> um, well, after you find that special someone on Disney Mingle or whatever it's called. Mouse Mingle. Mouse, I'm sorry. Get it right, Mouse, Zara. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Wendy can plan you a Disney honeymoon or just a Disney trip. A cruise? Maybe a cruise. She's going to do all the hard stuff, like wake up early for you. Yes. Um, Book all your fast passes, your dining reservations. If you are single and you don't have like a second someone to share those responsibilities, that's a lot of responsibilities. You're single. You got to go out there and just get on that grind. So don't waste time that you could be spending Finding love and romance by booking fast passes in dining reservations. Or maybe... Let Wendy Trent do that for you. Or maybe you're married and you have like five kids and then you for sure don't have time to do any oh, of this stuff. Oh, shoot. I I can't even imagine that. Yeah, you don't got no time. Because you'd be making those school lunches. It's hard enough with you raising a child that's the size of a lime and us having time to record a podcast sure, one, sure, sure. once a week. So much, hard. Much less five. Uh, little mouse ears just running around the house. Oh, God. Man, 
that's a lot of time. So that's where Wendy comes in. She does all this like stuff for you. She'll give you tips, travel info. You know, maybe you can join this like cool Facebook group and reminisce about all your fun memories together and answer questions about like what's your favorite Disney snack item. Like we love talking about that stuff. If you like it too, then contact Yellow Shoe Travel. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so great. Almost as great as us going 15 minutes on just our intro. Oh my gosh, we've never done that before. But it's okay because today's episode is just about news going on in the Disney universe. We love news. And these normally aren't that long and and we can stop whenever we need to. So we'll make sure that this episode isn't like two hours long. Or we can go on for a million years. Sure. That's a good point. Maybe the world likes listening to long episodes of us just talking about stuff. I always enjoy a nice long episode, especially for those commutes to work. Yeah. While on the tube. That's what the Brits call the train, right? Yeah. See? Oh, look at me. I'm I'm so multicultural. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not true. All right. Are you ready for some Disney news, Zara? Yeah, I am. Are you? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay, good. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay, the first things first. This is a actual mind-blowing thing that I saw Dis- uh, Disney just did. I haven't really seen a-, a lot of it on the interweb, so either this happened a long time ago or this just hasn't caught on as much as I thought that this was going to. But Disney has started selling one-day park tickets that come pre-selected, pre-loaded with three fast passes already on them. So your three fast passes that you have, you don't have to select them. You just buy a one-day pass, and it already comes with three fast passes on it. Hmm. What are your feelings on this? I think that's good. Remember how we were talking to your friend Devin the other day, how she is just going to like a conference in the area, and she's like, yeah, we won't be there for very long, but we should just get one-day tickets. Like That's coming up pretty soon. She hadn't gotten her ticket yet. Like, probably all the good fast passes will be gone. Yeah. So, this is pretty smart. I mean, it can be good for like kind of the newbies too who like don't know to, or maybe, yeah, it was a last minute trip. You didn't have time. I feel like this is a good option to still have fun. All right. Here are the different packages available with the three fast passes that you could select. So, listen close. Let me know which one you think is the best value. All right. The Magic Kingdom one day park tickets with linked fast passes are the quote Fantasyland Classics. This has It's a Small World, Dumbo, and the Mad Tea Party. All right. The next one is Futuristic and Frightful Fun. This has Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Haunted Mansion, and Tomorrowland Speedway. Next one, Pint Size Adventures. Comes with Goofy's Barnstormer, the Magic Carpets, and Pirates of the Caribbean. The next one, the last one, is Whimsical Escapes. That's not Escapes. That's Whimsical Escapades. (laughs) Your boy can't read. All right. And that is uh, Under the the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and Mickey's Philhar Magic. I'm going to go ahead and say that that last one totally sucks. Whoa, really? Well, yes. PhilharMagic usually always walk on or extremely minimal weight. Okay. Um, Little Mermaid, if you have heard one of our Disney recap trip updates. That's true. That's true. That's true. We walked on that thing 
um, especially if you're there in the nighttime. Um, and then Winnie the Pooh, that one's usually not a super... That one can have a somewhat long It can long have a somewhat weight, but I feel like, again, hopefully well, you're which, there at night. Which one are you saying is the best value? I was hoping that the Fantasyland one was going to say Peter Pan, because if any of those said oh, Peter Pan, yeah. then it's Game over. great. But all of those... To me, I think the one with the Haunted Mansion, because that can definitely have a super long wait. And Buzz Lightyear has a long wait, too. I agree. Um, Speedway also has a long wait. We never do it, maybe because it has a long wait, or we just like don't like it at all. But I feel like that's good. Okay, I agree completely with that one. Then there are two for Epcot. Mm. All right. Uh, this one is the Immersive Explorations. It has Spaceship Earth. Living with the land and the seas with, with Nemo and friends. Okay. All right. The other one is Delightful Encounters. This one has the sea with Nemo and friends, Turtle Talk, and Figment. Mm. Go with the first one. First one for sure. Go with the first one. Even if the lines aren't that good, um, there's no reason for you to be no. using a fast pass on Turtle Talk with Crush. Or Figment, usually. Or Figment. Yeah. Yeah, those were both just bad. Um, and then there is Disney's Hollywood uh, Studios. It has two packages, one for Beauty and, and the Beast, Frozen Sing Along, and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Wow, a, so a, like all shows. AKA three shows. Yeah. Then the other one is Muppet 3D Vision Star Tours and Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Again, like another show. Yeah. Um, depends. That one kind of depends on what's important to you. Um, both are good, but if you want like a ride, Star Tours is good. I mean, Star Tours, I think, is great. But if you really do love shows, like we got the hookup for Beauty and the Beast because of the Meemaw wheelchair fast pass. Mm-hmm. But if you love shows, being we did being, use one of our fast passes being for up Voyage. Close is good. It is good. So I would, yeah, I obviously love Star Tours, so I would probably pick that yeah. one just so I could ride it multiple times. Yeah. Um, but. That other one wasn't too bad then. Animal Kingdom has two packages. The prehistoric in Whitewater Thrills has Dinosaur, Cali River Rapids, and Primeval Whirl. And then Wild Performances has Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, and It's Tough to Be a Bug. Hmm. Um, that's, again, kind of like shows versus rides. Um, so, yeah, it depends on what you want to do. Uh, if I had to pick, oh, I don't do Cali River Rapids. You so, hate Cali River Rapids. So I'm going to have Rapids. to go with the other one. That's what I figured you would say. Um, I normally don't love Cali River Rapids, but if I could just have a fast pass for those three rides, I w- would be set. Yeah. Those are so good. I would those are some pick. of the better. But none of these, I mean, have like the e-ticket no. top, top tier attractions. So you would have to get those through planning ahead and actually... You know, booking in advance and well, yeah. So like, by getting this ticket with the p- three pre-selected, you can't get any other fast passes. So like, so it's like you you get those three, and um, then that's it. It's I think just more of like an ease. Like you just buy this ticket. You don't have to do any work from this app. You don't need to have any knowledge of Disney World. You just get three rides, hmm. which is very interesting to me. I think that I wouldn't do it, but it does open up some different theories in my mind. Do you want to hear these theories? Sure. I think that they might be testing this to see how much people might pay for certain rides. 
for a fast pass for these rides, which I think is dumb, and well, I'm going to be mad that about. Thing that's like they have um like the Max Fast Pass, yes, Fast Pass Max, Fast Pass Max, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's just at Disneyland though. Oh really? Okay, well that makes sense because they have those little paper tickets. Still. Yeah. Now that honestly, so yeah, so for Universal you have to pay seventy five bucks, but I believe you get a fast pass for every single ride though, which might be worth it depending on what your priorities are. Like if you're there for one day, could be worth it for sure. Um, but it got me thinking: like, would you pay twenty extra dollars to have a flight of passage fast pass? Guaranteed. Yeah. I probably would. That's insane to think that they would do that, but wow. But that could happen one like, day. Like thinking about how they're going to handle these like line rides and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Also, would you then pay more money for additional fast passes? So right now we have three, but if they said, hey, for 20 more dollars, you can add two more fast pass slots it's still up to like you guaranteed to, ones yeah it's still up to you to select them but you can now select five fast passes for that day for 20 more dollars you're just adding on the money i know but it it got me thinking and Denny and disney is uh, not denny's did denny's is not <laughs> they're not thinking about that bottom line disney though is and it's very interesting to me that they might be trying out these different things so that in the future, I don't know, five years from now, like, like whatever, we pay for fast passes. Yeah. And the idea that you pay $150 to get into a park and then you wait for hours in line and then you have to pay for money to actually ride those rides is ridiculous. Yeah, because you already paid money to stand in line to ride those but rides. But we are so dedicated to Disney that even if they were to do something like that, we would still pay. We would do whatever it we takes, are, guys. We, we are hooked. I am addicted. It's a, it's a truly a an Disney addiction. addict. We are. All right. Do you want me to keep rolling with this new stuff because I have a lot? Or do you want to go back and forth until you run out of stuff? Yeah, the second one, like we always do. All right, deal. Okay, so you know about Pixar Pier opening this summer at um, California, yeah, California Adventure. Yes, right? I do. You know about that. So they dropped some info, I think today, yeah, Ooh. on the Disney Parks blog, which is one of my favorite places to get info. Cool. That they talked about like the four neighborhoods that will be where you enter into the Pixar Pier area. Wait, like Mr. Rogers' na- neighborhood? Shh, no. Okay. No, like Incredibles Park. That's okay. one of the neighborhoods. Yeah. That obviously you walk into the new Coaster, the new rethemed coaster through this neighborhood. And then when you get off, it sounds like there's a new snack stand called Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums. I love that name. What in the I world? I love that name. I don't even know what that name means, but it sounds great. You get freshly baked treats, aka cookies. Um, and then there's the Toy Story Boardwalk. Obviously, like Toy Story Midway Mania is still over there. And there is also a something called Jesse's Critter Carousel, which is opening in 2019. Are they redoing the Little Mermaid Carousel to like Jesse? I'm guessing that's what it is. Interesting. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, and then there's a meal restaurant. I don't know why I said meal restaurant. There's just a restaurant inspired by a Pixar short Toy Story tune, Small Fry. Wait, so, so there's a new Toy Story restaurant? I, from what I just read, that's what it sounds like. That sounds exciting because Disneyland needs more restaurants. I know. 
Um, and then there's also a um, churro stand called Senor Buzz Churros. I know that this is a audio podcast, but I wish that y'all could have seen Zara's face whenever she started reading about these churros and how excited her face got. Senor Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember when he was like, he only spoke in Spanish mode? Oh, of course I do. Hilarious. Um, and so that's inspired by his Spanish um, times. And who doesn't love churros? Churros need to be more of an everyday thing. Why are there not? We're in Texas for heaven's sake. Why are there not more churro stands? Why? I don't know. It's okay. Well, and then there's Pixar Promenade, aka where the big like Ferris wheel is. It's going to be rethemed with all of the like little Pixar people on it. Sounds cute. I know. Um, it also has um, lots of game booths with like Heimlich's candy corn toss, a Wally space race, different like um. What's the word? Board like boardwalk games. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then apparently later on, not this summer, um, there's gonna be inside out headquarters at the other end of the pier, like the Westin. And it is a family playground and garden that Uh-oh. you can play at. And you it's know lush what and colorful. I flee from family playgrounds. Uh oh. Not for long. Just seems like lots of um, sicknesses and germs are infested there, and I don't know what to do as a future parent. Hmm. I, lots I of know. antibacterial hand gel. I don't yeah, know. I guess so. Like, uh, I'm not sure. It's but, like, why did I spend two hundred dollars for you to come play on these monkey bars that are in the shape of fear from Inside Out? Oh gosh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Monkey bars. Okay, so there's also this um, new restaurant. I I don't know if they're retheming or doing like an overlay of like the lounge that we wanted to go to and we didn't go to. Oh, I love that one. Um, but it's inter. It says it's located at the entrance of Pixar Pier, and it's called Lamplight Lounge. Okay. Um, and it's is a, this the one that had those lobster nachos that I I didn't get to see, eat? See, that's the thing. I don't know if, if they're changing that. Or didn't you okay. say they're changing the Little Mermaid restaurant? Yes, correct. Like at this, this might honestly be what that is. Um, so it's a, still like a family friendly place, but it's like cool California, like gastropub style. Also, everyone, I'm sure that you can notice our Disney World knowledge is much more than our Disneyland knowledge. It is. But we're trying to provide we're news trying. and information. It's still fun because we went there all parts of we, the Disney universe. We've been there one time, so we like kind of know what they're talking about. Sure. Anyway, um, they what they call their appetizers are shorts, aka you know like Pixar shorts. That's cute. I yep. thought that was really clever. Um, and you can get things like um, fried like potato skins, these like um, carne asada like sushi rolls. Um, okay. You can get a spinach salad with like a, a lamp light in the middle. For that little like lamp guy, and it's just like a poached egg, which is kind of funny. And cute. Okay, that's adorable. Um, chicken sandwich and like kids meal, like PB roll, PB and J like roll ups, which is kind of cute. But it it opens this summer, so with all the other Pixar Pier stuff, um, so you know a new a new place to eat. It specifically to check out. opens on June twenty third. Mm-hmm. Pixar Pier. Do you want to hear the most bonkers thing ever? You going to vacation before that date and being. Angry that you don't get that to- would be very very sad. Mm-hmm. On June twenty second, the day before this opens, they are having a 
Pixar Pier VIP style party from 3 until 9 p.m. All right. Okay. The bonkers part is coming later. All right. Okay, I was like, yeah, that sounds this, fun. Basically, you can access Pixar Pier early before anybody else. Um, you you can ride different rides. You can try the new food. You can take pictures with the people. Um, sounds awesome. How much do you, do you think a oh, ticket for this event is? Oh Lord! Just to go from three to nine p.m. It, it is not for the entire day. It is just so you can get in from three to nine p.m. I'm thinking. Is two hundred too high? That was a great guess. Three hundred dollars oh, a person. Yeah, that's not too high. Oh God! Why don't you just wait till till the the next day, homie? Then you can go for the price of admission that you're still gonna have to pay probably. Unless they're just expecting the lines, which I'm sure that they are. The lines to be in insanely crazy. That's just a, a lot of money. So much money, guys. To spend on some VIP experience. Wait, is like food included? Did it say? Yes. Um, we'll receive food vouchers to each of the new dining locations, okay, well. which is that uh, adorable snowman place, the mm-hmm. Angry Dog, Jack uh-huh. Jack's place, and mm-hmm. Sid Buzz. But not the Lamplight Lounge. Where you get fancy food. Guests will have access to the outdoor patio of the Lamplight Lounge on a first-come, first-served basis. But that's not... Who knows what that is? Who knows how how big this is? This is crazy. So, that was that... If you go go to that, let us know. I am very, very excited. That does make me want to... um, go to that more often i guess we can make this a uh, transition it makes me want to go especially now that the new galaxy's edge edge release dates are open and finalized for everybody to see dun, dun, dun. and that is that in the summer of 2019 disneyland is getting galaxy's edge open Oh boy. And then in the late fall of 2019 Which, disney world who knows what that means is getting theirs open could be November 30th, a.k.a. my due date. So that actually would be pretty sick to go to Disneyland whenever it's open before Disney World and then be able to see Pixar Pier. It would it would be great. In the summer, maybe like August, September time. But can you even imagine what any of these lines are going to be like? I, I cannot. I don't think Disney can either. I, don't, I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody knows. And so the thing about it saying late fall 2019 for for uh, Disney World. It seems kind of fluid. We know Disney World likes pushing things back. Shout out to, to Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light. Um, so what, that could what, be beginning I know, of 2020. Yeah. What is the over under that that? <laughs> if I could place money on a Disney betting site, also this needs to exist if it doesn't. <laughs> Um, I would definitely bet that it is after that it doesn't open until 2020. Oof. Yeah, Oof. because there's no way that they are going to open up the Disney World one. Disneyland is open, so all of the kinks for Disney World will will be figured out. So they say. It, supposedly. Supposedly. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. They have updated us on the placement of the new space themed restaurant that is going on uh next to mission space so mission space is building a space themed restaurant in epcot at disney world yeah did you know that yeah the location for it is going to be in between test track 
and Mission Space. Did we talk about this already? No. Okay. Did we? I don't I, know I, why we would have, but well, yeah. Well, they sent out Di- Disney World, Disney Parks blog, your favorite parks blog. I love it. Wrote an entire blog post about the location of this space-themed restaurant. Didn't tell us I- anything ab- about the food Ugh. or the, the decor. That's all I care about. I got about. excited whenever I saw this blog post, and it told me nothing. So for those of you who want to know every single tiny, tiny detail, that is what is happening um, it probably won't happen until 2020, this restaurant being being finalized and built. If you could pick what some things that this restaurant might offer as food items, what would be some of your top choices? Shoot, Zara, I don't know. You know what I used to, to be really into? Astronaut food. They used to have this astronaut ice cream at Space Center Houston because I obviously like, grew up in Houston. I think they still Houston. have that there. And now I know that Are that's you like Nippin' Dots. No, okay, that is ice cream from the future. I know this is ice cream that astronauts eat, and it's kind of like a like dried fruit. Yes. So like strawberry ice cream, and it it just, yeah, and so it's kind of like dried s- strawberries. That's all that, that I think of whenever it comes to space food. What w- would be really baller? No gravity. Our food is just floating there. That sounds so gross. That would be awesome. No. But that would be cool. I'm just hoping, like, you know, you already have, is it called? Oh, it's called the electric umbrella. You already have, you know, like your hamburgers, your chicken tenders. Like, there's not a lot of excitement at that restaurant. And that's, like, kind of nearby and also, like, slightly futuristically themed. Oh, it's going to be a very cool restaurant with delicious food. I wonder if it's going to be, like, fancy, like the Coral Reef. No. Like, what level I think it, it'll be, like, talk- be our guest fancy. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. You're saying, okay, it's not going to be quick service. It's going to be sit down? Yes. You think it's going to be a be our guest fancy? Yeah, like, it's going to be more than, like, 50s primetime. And, and I think it'll be more than Sci-Fi Diner. Oh, wow. Okay. I I would expect so. They're, they, yeah. They haven't said, right? I mean, For they haven't them said to this build is going to be a brand new down. restaurant. I, I feel like it has to be great. AKA sit down meal. Yeah, correct. Okay. Well, we are thoroughly looking forward to seeing some more updates on this and what in the world kind of food they're going to have. I do have an update on a new restaurant. What restaurant? And that is they are adding a signature dining to the Japan Pavilion. How was their So they don't consider like what's there right now like quote unquote signature. Well yeah, so I guess that well yeah, so they already have their uh, two like Teponito and the Tokyo dining that we ate at this summer. Yes. So those are not quote unquote signature dining. Okay. Uh, all right. So this restaurant will be signature dining inspired by the natural beauty of Japan. It'll be in the same place, though, which is interesting because that already Where are they feels so put crowded. It? Yeah, like- and so they have said that it won't be the largest space. Okay. I think it's going to be kind of so like exclusive. Le Cellier, where yeah, it's kind of it's going to be and like smaller hidden. and cost a lot of money. And I'm very interested. Well, I will not be paying for that. The setting will draw from both nature and Takumi, which means artesian in Japanese. The relationship between Japanese craftsmanship and the natural world will be evident throughout the space. It is not named yet, but it will be operated by the same people which operate Teppanito and Tokyo Dining. Hmm. 
So that is just in, in interesting. This, of all of the places summer. that I think would need a signature dining place, yeah. the pavilion that already has two established restaurants yeah. probably doesn't need a signature dining place. No. Very interesting. Um, yeah, this summer was the first time you had even eaten in the Japanese pavilion. That is very, very true. But you liked it, right? Yes. Yeah. Would you like another news update about Disney dining? I love Disney dining. It is my number one favorite thing. They have outed... They have added alcohol to three other restaurants. Yes. In... In Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. That's what I thought you were going to say. So yes. So the Plaza, the Crystal Palace, and the Diamond Horseshoe. What makes me mad is the Crystal Palace because that is a buffet with Winnie the Pooh characters. Yeah. I, AKA Little Kid Land. I just don't understand why you need to be drinking a beer with Winnie the Pooh. I don't think you do. Beers with poo. No, no beers with poo. No beers with poo. Very interesting. I don't understand, like, if there is a place that serves alcohol at Magic Kingdom, that's totally cool. Just go to that place. I don't know. I don't know why every single place needs to have that. Um, And I thought it would have been, if they're going to do another place, like the new... um, It's not called Adventurers Club, but what is it? Um... The one that's Jungle Cruise themed. Oh, Sk- kind of Skipper's Canteen? Skipper's Canteen. To me, I don't know. That just seems a little more adventurous and upscale. I, I wonder like if you could get I, like... I wonder if they have alcohol there already. Not that I know of. I literally thought it was just the Beast Castle. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. So that was it for, for my Disney World dining updates. That was good. Um, do you... Are you still excited about Incredibles 2? Of course I am. Do you know who my favorite character from The Incredibles is? Edna Mode. Edna Mode. She will be at Magic Kingdom this summer um, for meet and greets. Huh. And I wish I was going so I could meet her. I know. She is your favorite. We Didn't went we to see? Yeah, I was just about to say that. We went to... Babies R Us. Which is closing, but it's also like connected to the Toys R Us. So we were like, oh, I wonder if there's any good like baby deals here. Um, sad not, note, there's not any. There was like 7% off of things. Maybe when we went, it was like, like. I'll just go on Amazon and I'll find better deals. Yeah, it was not very good. But we did see this cool Edemo doll that had like all these phrases when you like touched her hand or something. I know. Part of me wanted to buy it for you. But it's then cute. I'm like, wait, she's never going no. to use this. I mean, we have enough Zoom Zooms to last me a lifetime of play. Yes, correct. But I wish I could meet Edna Mode in person. She's so cool. She's like the coolest fashion designer because she designs for superheroes. Sure. I am, am quite pumped for Incredibles 2. I know. I can't wait. Another video that is co- coming out that has dropped is a pre-show video for Splash Mountain. What does that even mean? So in the line for Splash Mountain, there are now two screens that display this pre-show video. And basically, it explains how to properly pull down the lap bar in the ride vehicle, as well as how to stow your personal items in hopes that the line would go quicker. Because people get into this log and they're like, oh no, what do I do with my personal items? And they now have this video where Br'er Rabbit explains what you're supposed to do for all of the dummies who keep their hats on during splash mountain ride i just want to know how long it's been since they've had to a animate and b voice 
these Br'er Rabbit characters. That is very interesting. Probably like a long time. Correct. What else is interesting is how they are like retroactively adding these videos to established rides. That this ride has existed for so long and now they're like, hey, let's just add a video. Whereas actually they recently added more pre-show videos basically saying the exact same thing for Space Mountain, for Toy Story Midway Mania, and for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. They all have pre-show videos now. How weird is that? I Yeah, by pre-show, you mean like it's just like playing on a continuous loop while you like wait in line and walk up? I'm, that's yes. what I'm wondering. Okay. Yes, and the hope is that, yeah, like the ride wait time will just go faster. I mean, one can only hope, but we always, I don't think we've ever done this without a fast pass. Never. Um, if we have, it's been like super late at night and there's like no line whatsoever. But I don't know. This right. is in, it is interesting. What else you got for me? Um, so there is, we're always talking about our dream would be to take a Disney cruise to Alaska. Sure. So you can let it go because there's going to be a Frozen musical. That's just sounds magical. Yeah. I don't think this, I don't think this is on any of the other um, cruise like ships or ships. You know, like when you're going to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. maybe it's only offered um, when you're going to Alaska. But I have always wanted to see the Frozen musical, and this would be a perfect excuse to go to Alaska and see the Frozen musical. Honestly, Zara, that should be our baby moon. That would be amazing. I know, but you can't fly. But supposedly, after like a certain date. Okay. Maybe we can make it happen. Sneak it in real quick. Maybe. Who knows? That sounds a lot more costly than what we were talking about before, but... (laughs) You mean our Texas road trip? Yeah, Texas road trip, (laughs) a.k.a. super cheap. Yes, correct. But yeah, this would be way better, yeah. All right. Are you ready for some Disney halfway rumors? So these are... I have some updates on really nerdy people who look at Disney patents, so patents that Disney has been issuing, and then they say, hey, these patents make it seem like these things are going to be happening in the future. I can't believe people actually do this. Are you ready for these? I mean, I guess. Some of these are going to blow your mind. I don't think that they will. All right. There is a patent issued for a augmented reality, a.k.a. virtual reality, AR, lightsaber, light sword for the... Star Wars Hotel, which means it's going to be like the void VR thing. You walk around this hotel with some glasses on and you you hold a sword. But whenever you extend it, it looks like a lightsaber. It looks like a lightsaber. And as you are walking around the hotel, you see other Jedi holding lightsabers. And that is insane. That's kind of cool. Okay, that was not as... That's pretty dang cool. You know, I'm not like a Star Wars, like, super freak or anything, but... Okay, that is true. Some more Star Wars uh, hotel information. Okay. All right. Um, Star Wars Hotel will will have a guide that follows you and leads you throughout the story. So the idea is that you can stay at the hotel for two, three, four days... For a crazy amount of money. And never really have to. You can... But you can choose to not actually go to the parks and ride rides. Are you saying you have like a person, like every group has a personal guide? Yes. Like he's your butler? 
Basically, sure. He's with you and 24/7? that person is going to guide you through all of these different quests. And there will be side quests and main quests. It's just like playing a video game. And what is this wild thing? So there has been this patent released on these robots. And basically, so it is like you are walking through this Star Wars hotel. And all of a sudden, there's a robot like R2-D2, but it's not R2-D2. And that robot is so smart and so complex that whenever it's going to go past the Star Wars canon, that basically right now in the Star Wars universe, we know that Kylo Ren and Rey, they haven't fully fought yet. We don't know how like their story ends, but this uh, these robots have accumulated all of the writings of all of the Star Wars canon, and they have this freedom to create their own future for Star Wars. Sounds really crazy. It sounds weird. I don't understand it. It just sounds bonkers. But supposedly that is in there. So you you like can interact with these robots? Yes. Yes. And so how it interacts with me will be different how it interacts with like your party or the party that is coming next week. That it adapts to you and your personality and your skill set and how far along you are on these different missions. So you're saying if I'm a total noob and I don't know anything, it'll be like, I'm going to take it easy on this girl. She don't know what the heck she's doing. Yeah. Just showing the future of robots. I, Robot, the classic Will Smith movie is going to come to real life. Coming to Disney parks. I'm just being real. I'm sorry for future uh, baby Agnew. Because he'll live in, he or she will live in a world of robots. Yes, and it's kind of terrifying. As their teacher, maybe. It is kind of terrifying. We don't know. All right, would you like to hear some more virtual reality stuff that deals nothing with Star Wars? Yes. Can I talk about a Star Wars rumor from the movie? What? Sure. Yeah, of the course. The Last Jedi. Of course. I was listening to a different podcast, and she was talking about how... Um, was the... Was the most recent one called The Last Jedi? The Last Jedi, correct? Okay, good. Yes. Keep going. Just, just, just be confident. Okay. There's so, nothing more attractive than you talking Star Wars. Oh no, that's weird. Okay. So when Ray hands Luke the lightsaber, correct? Something about it was like one certain color, and then the one Luke usually has isn't that color, and then the one Kylo Ren had when he went all crazy and like was like burning down his village when he was training with Luke was that color. So have you heard this theory that that lightsaber wasn't Luke's and it was Kylo's? Wait, what? You're saying that whenever she meets Luke... And Luke throws that lightsaber behind his head. That wasn't his lightsaber. And everybody chuckles that that's not really his lightsaber. Correct. I am writing this down in my memory bank, and I'm going to research this once this podcast is over. Because, no, I have not heard that theory. was not the right color or something, that Kylo Ren's was that color. That's weird. I will look into it. Okay, good. Please get back to us on this. For sure. Okay. Do you have any other... In-depth, nerdy Star 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 Wars theories. That was literally it. Okay. I heard that they are starting up virtual reality for the monorails. What? The monorails. What does that even mean? So, like, you are going to Epcot, all right? Oh. On this monorail. And all of a sudden, Spaceship Earth comes, a.k.a. the big ball. And as you are, are getting up closer to it, Spaceship Earth turns into the Death Star. 
and all of a sudden you see TIE fighters flying everywhere and the Death Star is shooting laser beams at the TIE fighters in, but it's real life. Like as like the clouds move, the clouds, it's like the- Okay, do you have to wear little glasses? No, because the glass in the monorails is going to be able to project these new images. And it could be not that. It could be Iron Man flying around Spaceship Earth. Or Minnie Mouse. Or Minnie Mouse. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So just the idea that um, the monorails will soon be like a virtual reality, that they want to create a different experience on the monorails. Do you like monorails. this idea? Sure. Yeah. I think it's interesting because they're putting so much work and effort into that new Skyliner thing. But obviously the monorails, I had my episode where I almost died on sure, sure, sure. on on the monorail. Death. And they need to be updated for sure. But do you think that we need to be entertained every moment of our trip, even while we're on a monorail? Do you want my real answer or my Disney answer? My Disney answer is 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 yes. What's your real answer? My real answer is no. But that's because <laughs> um, I go to Disney World to be entertained. 100%. Do you know what would keep me off of my phone on the monorail if there was virtual reality? You know what will not keep you off your phone while you're waiting in line at the park is that interactive game that they we talked about before. We talked about it. I haven't heard anything else about I it. I want to know more. I do want to know more. If they could do Disney HQ while, while I <gasps> am waiting in oh line, God, how insane was, would that be? If there was... A version of Disney HQ where they actually gave out money, but it was in the form of Disney gift cards. Or Disney Fast Passes. Yeah, sure. If you're able to play Disney HQ and you get to the front of this line and they say, hey, here are three free Fast Passes for any ride. Oh, my goodness gracious. That would be awesome. Be so fun. Forget gift cards. Well, no, don't forget gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a gift card still. but Okay, this is the last and the saddest rumor. That might be true. Is it something closing that we like? We have done this before. And that is the Whispering Canyon, the restaurant at Wilderness Lodge. What are you about to tell me right now? The thing about Whispering Canyon is the fun atmosphere. Yes. Where you ask for a Dr. Pepper and they bring you like four giant jugs of Dr. Pepper. Or Or you you ask for ketchup and they bring you like... A huge gallon of ketchup. Yes. Or if you ask for ketchup, they make your neighbor give you the ketchup because they just ref- refuse to. And when you need a straw, they give you like 50 straws. Yes. It's very, very fun. It's very, very crazy. It is unlike a, a, a lot of restaurants. It's only, I'd say, most similar to 50s Primetime. Correct. Yes. Or the Magic Time Machine, sort of. That's not a Disney Shout out to the Dallas Classic. That's not. Or San Antonio or other places. Maybe just in Texas. I don't know. Is it not? Is it in other places besides Texas? I don't know. Non-Texas listeners, let us know. Have you ever heard of the Magic Time Machine? Our friend from across the pond, Comma Daniel. Do they have that in England? I don't think that they do, but I just thought I'd I throw that out so there. I don't think so either. Um, so... There are rumors that the craziness of of the Whispering Canyon is going away, and it's just going to become a normal restaurant. That the that waiters will not be crazy and have these antics. It will just go to a normal chill restaurant. Does that make you sad? Very, very sad. Very, really? very sad. I'm for, not. I'm not brokenhearted. For the past few months, they have been giving guests 
these coasters and on each side of the coaster yes. is red or green. That's so and, smart. And if you want to play That's the, the game kind of with experience them, you want, then you put green. If you're like, nah, I just want a chill breakfast or a chill lunch or, or a dinner, you put red. Okay. So honestly, yeah, we were there for our honeymoon and it was like just the two of us and we, you know, we didn't have kids with us. We yeah. didn't have... Maybe we looked a little tired because we had literally just flown in. I don't know. Or we told them we were newlyweds. But I felt like they the, didn't go super crazy The with games us. weren't as intense. That was also five years ago. That was like a long time ago. Yeah. We, it was so long ago. We've been married for a, a long years. time, Zara. We're, we're so old. <laughs> in 50. So they did these coasters and most people were putting red. Yeah. And Disney has decided that Sometimes. they are going to take away the antics. And I hate it. We live in this culture where people don't like fun. What's the point of going to Disney World? What's you just book you book the restaurant knowing that the environment and the atmosphere is a part of the experience. I get what you're saying, but also maybe the parents have already had a crazy day with their kids being wild and wacky. And then go to one of the 50 other Disney restaurants. Go to Disney Springs. Good. They have everything there. Wilderness Lodge is like, it's fun place to be at. I wouldn't say that the food is what makes Wilderness Lodge Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. It's, it's a, the environment. So do you go there just to like walk around and not eat? You want to go there to look around and eat. Yeah. That's like saying like I go to 50s prime time for the, the fried chicken. The fried chicken is like solid, but it's not the best fried chicken at Disney World. I wouldn't go to Whispering Canyon just for the food. I want to go there for the fun atmosphere. Okay. Like, what if we we go to like 50s primetime and the ladies aren't sassy? How sad would you be? That would be weird because it's... Because it's so themed already, like the atmosphere. Whispering Canyon, I mean, it is themed to like like country or like wilderness or whatever. But it's not, I wouldn't say it's like over the top theming. Whereas 50s Primetime is literally over the top. You you look like you're in a 70s, 50s, whatever. I guess it's called 50s. 50s, I'm sorry. Um, like you walk in, you're in the, the den of, you know, your grandfather's. Like living room, sure. and then you're in your mom, your grandma's kitchen, and everything. Like it's like extremely themed. So I don't know. We can have differing opinions on on this. I guess I won't. I won't be as sad as you if they decide to change this. But I think doing the coasters is a good idea to where you have the choice. I like having a choice. Sure, I guess so. It's a nice way to tell your waiter, like, hey, I'm not in the mood. Instead of having to be like... Why go to Disney if you don't want cra- craziness? That's all I'm saying. Maybe you want to relax. Well, my last Disney announcement is something that has not been set in stone yet, but it's something that I am vehemently... Did I say that word right? Sure. Vehemently? That's more like it, but yeah. Okay. Against. And that is Comcast has snuck into the arms race of Disney buying First Century Fox. Just when we thought it was on lockdown and everything was set to go and everything was good, we have to get this new rumor and I don't like it. I hate it. So for those of y'all who do not know, I am very excited because Fox owns X-Men and 
Fantastic Four, and if Disney buys them, then X-Men can enter the Marvel slash Avengers universe, and that'll sustain Marvel and Avengers for, for the next 12 years. Comcast, for some reason, has put in a, a bid of $60 billion to buy First Century Fox from Disney. So Disney put in a bid for $52.4 billion, and now Comcast, this random nobody, this is like New Balance coming in trying to outbid Nike for some shoe deal, trying to flex their muscles, but nah. So we all need to just group together and let Fox know that even though Comcast is giving more physical money, that Disney is offering $52.4 billion, and, and a lot of that is in stocks. So that will grow. As Disney grows, Fox will grow, and Comcast will continue to be a, a nobody because we all want X-Men to join the Marvel Avengers universe so that that'll sustain it for 12 more years. Do we? What? Are you tired of superhero movies? No, I just don't know how I feel about X-Men joining with Avengers. It sounds great. Okay, I lied. This is our last update. Um, Infinity War, first movie, fastest movie ever to get to $1 billion. Ever? Ever. Ever. Infinity War, fastest movie ever to get to $1 billion. Are you ready for something crazier? Deadpool 2 has eclipsed Infinity War for for its money in its opening weekend. No. More people went to go see Deadpool 2 in opening weekend than Infinity War. It makes zero sense. I saw both. Deadpool 2 was good. Infinity War was amazing. I don't get it. Hmm. Also, Deadpool 2 is R and is very over the top. I don't think it'll reach a billion faster. It probably won't faster, but it probably will. It still will. Yeah. Like Aaron said on last week's. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron Pugh for all of his hot takes. Hot takes. So we did this podcast with Aaron, and now Aaron wants to start up his own podcast. You're lying. No, nope. It's actually a pretty good idea. So I haven't seen a lot of older movies by older, like, 1990s movies. He Just had be- to introduce us to, was it called The Rocket Man? Yes. Yeah. Cor- correct. The Disney classic, supposedly. Supposedly. So Aaron is going to start up, wants to start up a podcast called Film School, <gasps> where he has people. Is that name taken yet? I have no idea. Oh, my God. But it's genius. I love it. Where he has people like me watch a movie for our first time, and then he meets with us and so he has all of these notes on movies that he loves and then we talk about it so from an established point of view and a newbie point of view it's great oh my god i love everything i i know if i could buy stock in the aaron Pugh film school podcast i would don't worry everybody we we will update everybody on this podcast in in the future right now with like a good update right now it's just in the brainstorming phase Oh, man. So early. So, so, so early. All right. You ready for uh, some marriage moment? Marriage moment. I don't have a song for that usually, but marriage moment. So we've had plenty of time sort of to do things, but Michael is out of town again for part of it. But I, I love being out of town. Before he went out of town, we were able to see the, the movie Tully. Yes. I think we had mentioned on the last podcast that that was one of like the main movies we wanted to see and we hadn't seen it yet. So finally we got to. We and got for to. me, this wasn't a hero or a zero. So it didn't really belong in those categories for me. Like it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't awful. I agree. 
acting wise, it was great. Story wise, very out of the box and interesting. Yeah, but so, it's not. But I can't make like a personal hero or a zero. Right, right, right. So since now all of you know that we are expecting, it was interesting yes. to like see this through the lens of like, oh no, this could be our life. <laughs> um, <laughs> dear Lord, hopefully this is not our life. True, because there is like a plot twist near the end of the movie. The, I won't no say spoil- what it was. No spoilers. It, sure. Michael, like, kind of called it. I was surprised. Yeah. And I was like, no way. And he was like, yeah. Um, but it it was a good movie. It had moments of, like, magic and moments of, like, oh, she really does love her kids. And, and like, just real life funniness. Re- yeah. Don't, it was totally, like, real life. Like, we had read, like, Charlie's Theron gained, like, 50 plus pounds to be this movie. Like, Insane. It was legit. This is what life is like. I would love like. to know how you gain 50 pounds and none of it goes to your face. Like, her face looked the same. It's weird. I know. I don't know what she did, but she did something right. I don't know. Yeah, something right, gaining 50 pounds. Sure. Anyway, we did that, and then you were out of town to see your dad graduate from college. Correct. Get, get another degree. Went to H-Town. My dad graduated. Graduated, but then I did a spontaneous thing on that Monday night. I went to Game One of the Western Conference Finals. Oh my gosh! Against the Warriors, Rockets, and Warriors, it was exciting. The most electric I have ever uh, seen the Toyota Center. We did not win. The Warriors obviously won that game, but it doesn't matter because the Rockets just stole one Game Four in Golden State. Now the series is tied up two-two, baby. Boom, baby. Game as five is, is tonight as we are driving to Kentucky. I will be posting this hopefully on Thursday uh, as we are driving to Kentucky. So I will be streaming it in the car. That's a thing? Game five. Without Wi-Fi? Yeah. Good thing I have un- unlimited data. Oh, on your phone. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. It's quite exciting. Quite exciting. So I d- did that one of the highlights of my year for sure. And then later that week, your parents came to visit us. They did, yes. So you saw them like two times back to back, actually like three weeks in a row. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which is wild. I, for the past, I don't know, five, six, seven years, uh, yeah, I guess even in a college, I don't think I've seen my parents three weekends in a row in years. Yeah. So that was very cool. It's kind of like a little treat. Yeah. It was fun because they just... Hang out with us and help us do whatever we need to do. They and are super nice. They came to the house. We were going to go see that Overboard movie. Which probably would have been bad, which, so Which we, we knew wasn't great, but we sort of want to see it. Plus, the Agnes just love watching movies. And then my dad said, Michael, your yard is disgusting. Zara has a party later. Let's just spend two or three hours mowing and weed eating and fixing up your whole yard. So that's what they so, did. Yeah, so that's what they uh, did. My mom went driving around picking up supplies for us. She did. My dad did manual labor. She bought like all sorts of gas and oil and clippers and all sorts of so, stuff. So much stuff. Parents are the best. They really are so great. That's for sure. They're so nice. I just love them. So we did that. Then and boom. We, I'm sad we haven't seen a movie since Tully. I know. And Solo does come out tonight, Thursday at midnight, but we are going to be out of town and traveling in Kentucky. So very, very soon, like that Tuesday that we get back or Wednesday, whenever you have a free moment, me and you are seeing this movie. That's true. So we are like um, 
previewing or just kind of talking, mentioning that we'll be in Kentucky. I don't know if we've said we're going with our best friends, Barb and Isaac, for a baby shower they're having in their hometown. Correct. And we'll be able to talk about everything that we did next podcast, I'm sure. It'll be quite exciting. They say that they come from a small town in Kentucky. I have never been to Kentucky, never been to a small Kentucky town. Right. And I'm quite excited. I mean, your town in Houston is smaller than Garland because we, we've had this debate before about how many Sonics we have. But is it really smaller than Garland? I think it Now is. that you've been to both, would you say that Pearland is a more like, thriving city than Garland? What? You uh, just went from like smaller to thriving. Those are completely different things. All right. Whenever we were in college and I met Zara, I tried bragging about Pearland and I said that Pearland had four Sonics. And we have, like, at least eight. And Zara just died laughing. She's like, I love how you gauge the size of your town by how many Sonics you have. Sure, sure, sure. This One is important. the most naive things I have ever said, I am aware. Campbellsville and Kentucky, I don't think they got no Sonics. No. It, it's like an hour to go to she any She said they have Long John Silvers, and that's what they would eat at. And I was like, oh, God. I know. Your options are A very so different life. limited. A very different life. I love having all my fast food options available. But, yeah. Apparently, it has a lot of stuff. It does. It's great. Okay. Just, I'm not saying it's bad. Okay. Just making sure. Well, compared to Garland, like, yeah. Garland has, the town has Firewheel. That's it. People people over, yeah, our friend from the Pond, Daniel, cares nothing about this Pearland versus Garland sure, sure, debate. Sure. So we sure. will just move on. Sure. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, anything else for Marriage Moment? That's what's just been going on in our lives right now. That's our lives, but now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero, your time Zero to Hero, just like that. All right, Zero, what is your hero for this week? I guess it's been a pretty good week because I actually have two heroes. Two heroes? I know. Ooh. Hero number one just getting to finally tell everyone that we're pregnant has been super fun. Okay, sure. Um, go, like going to church and well, showing now up. I'm, now I'm going to feel bad because that wasn't going to be one of my heroes. Well, we can share it. It's fine. Okay. Um, do you want to tell them how you told all your youth kids? Well, yeah. So I am a uh, youth pastor at a church in Plano. So every single Sunday, I don't know, we have, I don't know, a large amount of kids. And so I do the announcements... T- talking about upcoming trips or e- or events or programs. So I put a picture of our picture that we posted on our Instagram. And I said, first announcement is, and then they showed the picture, your boy is going to be a dad. Because that's one of my famous sayings is your boy. And everyone freaks out like way more than I thought they were going to. It was like Justin Bieber or Harry Styles had entered the I room. I couldn't believe it when I heard that. It was hysterical. So funny. And I wish I had recorded it. I know. And I guess that's my zero. I got to church and like everyone was congratulating me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like real life now. Like it had been mostly a secret just with kind of like close friends and family. And then I was like, oh, it's it's public knowledge. Oh, it's public knowledge now. Yeah. And then we were able to post it to all the social medias and everyone was all happy and stuff. So it's just exciting. It's kind of fun. Anyway, so second um, hero is a book I finished this week called Dumplin' by Julie Murphy. Ooh, okay. So... 
one night this week, Michael's like, do you want to watch 13 Reasons Why? And I was like, no, no, no. I'm just going to finish this book. I know. You shut me down. I know. I was like in the middle of it. I was going through like a couple hour long session where I was like, I just have to finish this. It was like one of those things where I had to stay up late and just finish the book. But I loved it. It was so good. Um, I think it probably, I mean, it definitely falls under the like young adult fiction description. But it's about a girl in, I don't remember what state. It's kind of like a southern, like, small town. Um, But she considers herself fat. Like, she, like, says that openly. Uh And she, like, feels, she just feels uncomfortable in her body. Um, Sometimes she has confidence, sometimes she doesn't. So it's about her story. Her mom um, famously won like a teen pageant in their small town and she like still is in charge of the pageant and um the main character will or willow dean finally gets up the courage to like enter the pageant and it's about her um going through that and her uh, like there's like some boy drama and best friend drama all the stuff that you go through when you're in high school um and it was just a really quick and good read a good message kind of from a different voice than I normally hear. Um, I haven't really, I think, I think the like, not fat like genre, but just giving voice to that character is becoming more of a norm in like today's culture um, with the more acceptance of like plus size and just a lot of like changing of minds. Like when I was growing up, there definitely wasn't this voice in um, young adult fiction. Sure. So it was interesting to kind of read that and just get a new perspective. And I think this is actually becoming a movie either, I think later this year and um, Jennifer Aniston is going to be the mom, the mom in the movie. Okay. Now you got my attention, Jennifer Aniston. The rest of the cast, I was kind of like, meh. Um, One girl I recognized, um, one of the, like, I think Willow Dean's, like, rivals um, in the pageant um, is played by Dove Cameron, who is, like, this super blonde girl who was um, in the live version of Hairspray. Anyway, um, so I'm looking forward to seeing if that comes out later this year, what it'll be like. Um, and there's also, like, a sequel to this book, so I'm looking forward to reading that as well because I, I just really liked it. It was good. Good read. That's awesome. Yeah. What well- about you? My hero for this week is a new documentary on Netflix. No, I'm not talking about Wild Wild Country. You people who like that show, I tried watching two episodes. It was just not good. I just did not get into it. This one is Evil Genius, colon, the true story of America's most diabolical bank heist. Yo, watch two episodes. There are four episodes of it. I just don't have enough time to watch four episodes right now. But the first two episodes... Very, very good. I love documentaries. I love crazy things that happen in history. This is basically the subplot or the bio line of this show is the extraordinary story of the pizza bomber heist and the FBI's investigation into a bizarre collection of suspects. I don't want to spoil it. I'm no, I maybe in like would I like this? Yes, maybe in like two or three weeks, I'll like update people after you have more time to watch it. Um, very good, very interesting. I think that it's put together very well. I won't say that it's making a murderer good, but I will say that it is engaging and it's different. And the story is pretty bonkers, all right. And, um, I, I, yeah, it's very, very cool. Okay, so that is my 
hero for this week. All right. Do you, Zara, have a zero? Okay. So, remember last week when I said it was a zero to watch all of the royal wedding coverage and specials? Are you saying that on this episode we are just going to hate on the Brits even more? No. Our friend over the pond, Daniel. No, we're not hating on them anymore. Okay. Um, I'm hating mostly on myself again. I'm, I feel like I'm at least a zero once a month because... Wait, you're calling yourself a zero? Sort of. I oh, go, Zara. I didn't go back on everything I believe in, but I did watch one. I just wanted to know what the hype was. I still just didn't understand what was going on, why it was such a big deal. So I watched one TLC special about Meghan Markle. I feel like I know her a little bit better. She... Like, Americans like her, I guess, because she's, like, just so different and kind of like a powerhouse. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. different. Yeah, I'm different. different. Is that a song? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, I just saying. I just went along with it. I know. Um, She's just kind of like a fireball. She's just kind of, she, like, is a feminist. She, like, does her own thing. She was, she's. I heard that she hugs the royal guards. Yeah. And eventually someone said, hey, that's against, like, procedure. You can't do that. And she said, thank you. And she still did it. And then continues to still <laughs> do it. Yeah. So I think I like her more also, than I, I did. I heard that in all of Europe royalty, she is the only person that is not fully white. Yeah, that's crazy. Ever. In, like, history. It's pretty cool. That's insane. That's pretty... That actually is pretty cool. When that, and, yeah. So the more that... I have heard about it the more that I'm kind of in on it. Yeah. Um, she. I mean, she looked like a princess at her wedding. I looked at all the pictures. Uh, I liked her crown, her little tiara. That was beautiful. Okay. Lots of diamonds. Um, her dress, I was like, eh, it was all right. Um, her veil, beautiful. And the whole wedding, you know, it was, it's always super fun to see what people are wearing. Amal and George Clooney get like an A plus plus. They looked really, they looked really good. I loved Amal's yellow dress. Um, yeah, it was a good time to just like people watch. Of course, I didn't. Some people, the people who woke up at three a.m. I still don't get you people. Uh, the people who watch all the coverage, which our friends Isaac and Barb, they actually watch a lot of the coverage, um, which is crazy. Uh, I just kind of looked for the highlights. And it sounds like the I heard part of the sermon that the guy did um, at their wedding, and even our pastor talked about that on Sunday. I heard that he crushed it. He from yeah, I heard a little bit of it. He definitely crushed it. Um, so it was like a long wedding. Like they, I'm like they do this, and then they sit down and hear this like 30 minute sermon, and then they like get married. It's like my dad's graduation ceremony. I guess it was it was a long thing, but I guess. I sort of take back a little bit of what I said last week, but I still don't fully get the insane like hype. Sure, but people literally I like her had a more. parties like it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's too much. That's insane. Wa- watching the highlights later and looking at pictures later, sure, that's fine. So because that, so that's what I did. Okay, I don't want to call you a zero, so I'm going to disqualify this from my mind just because I cannot call my wife, my f- 
baby mama a zero, but I do agree with, uh, we were probably underselling the royal wedding. Thank you. Thank you. That's for sure. Well, my zero goes out to another Michael. There is another Michael in this world. What? There is? is, That is giving all Michaels a big, just a giant L. And I want this Michael to either change his name or drastically change his life right now. And that is Michael Rotondo. Uh, and this dude, Michael Rotondo, is 30 years old, and his parents just sued him so he would get out of their house. Basically, he is 30 years old. They, his parents live at this big giant ranch, and he's just been staying like in their like in their guest house for 30 has years. He he's been out of high school for 12 years. Has he paid them any money to live there? No, no. Okay, see, that's where he went wrong. No rent. But he does say this, I at least don't live in the basement and I do my own laundry. Where 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 is this ranch? Do you know? Um, I believe I was gonna say if it's New anywhere York. New York. I was gonna say if it's anywhere in Texas, they don't have a basement. In Syracuse, New York. They probably don't have a basement there either, so that's not an option. Not everywhere has basements. His parents offered him fifteen hundred dollars to leave so that he could start and, like, have, like, a month's worth of rent. Why didn't he take that? Why didn't he do that? And then in, what this, is his, and what then is, in this court case, he said, hey, I just need six more months. Like, this isn't enough time. I Like, they need to give me six more months so I can get ready for this move. You're Homie, telling me 12 years? You have years, been out of high yeah, school for 12 years, That dude. hasn't been long enough? I'm sorry, man. Michael, change your name immediately or step up. Because you are making all Michaels look bad. Let's change. We his... have Michael Jackson, uh-huh. Michael Jordan, uh-huh. Michael Agnew, uh-huh. and now Michael Rotondo. Uh-uh. Get out of here, bro. Uh-uh. Something in these four does not fit. Have there ever been any presidents named Michael? I don't think that no. there has, and that seems sad. But there is a future president, Michael B. Jordan. Oh my gosh, yes. And his name is Michael. Um, can we change Michael's name for him right now? What is a slightly sad name that you think he deserves. There is an old football coach named Bum Phillips. <laughs> and I just want to call him Bum Rotondo. <laughs> That's it. That's right. the one. Bum Rotondo. That is your your name. Was from... that the guy's real name? Yes. Bum Phillips. Yes. Bum? He actually was the coach for the Houston Oilers. Oh, my gosh. And I then like the, yeah, he actually was. Can you was... imagine us picking a name like that for our future child? Okay. I'm sure that. I'm sure that that was, or I want to say. Was it a nickname? It has to be. Okay, I definitely just paused this to look this up. Bum Phillips was not his real name. His name was O-A-I-L. Whale? I don't know. Oil? Oil Andrew, quote unquote, Bum Phillips. That's all bad, so we're going to give that name to Michael Rotondo. So that's why his name is Bum, because no one knows how to say oil or whale. Oil. Oil. We don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry. It sounds like that name that that SpongeBob makes whenever he goes in, like, Caveman SpongeBob. (laughs) All right. All right. One of these days, we need to have a discussion on the SpongeBob memes and that how day is not today. all of the SpongeBob memes came to be. It's not today. That is not today. Y'all hear Zara yawning. So so that's how you know it is time to wrap it's time this to thing up. Time to drink more coffee. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you to Yellow Street Travel. Contact Wendy Trent. Make sure to 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 get in contact with her because she's going to do all the hard work for you. Exactly. 
And shout out to Baby Agnew. Yeah, our third host. Woo! <laughs> Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If Eddie starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life. No sleep till royal weddings. No. Sleep through royal weddings. That's my motto right there. Sleep through royal weddings. I don't know anything. I I honestly like. Is his name Prince Harry? Um. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. You got it right. I thought you were gonna say no. His name's like Prince Philip. Incorrect. Okay. So wait, who's Prince Philip? Um. Nobody. No, no, wait. Mm, there's a Charles. Is there a Philip? I don't know. I thought that there was. I think that Philip is the queen's husband. Who's Prince Henry? I don't think there's a Henry. Isn't he the dude who chopped off people's heads? Oh, you mean like forever ago? Sure. Sure. Forever ago. Yeah, he killed people. Hmm. He murked them. Yep, 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 yep. The only reason I, I know about that guy? Alexander Hamilton. Wasn't he the guy no. from Hamilton? King George? Yes. Man, my British knowledge is not very good. It's like a negative three. <laughs> <laughs> negative. Good thing I just live in my own fantasy land. Thank God we're in America. And that is Disney World. Yep. And Disney World. Oh, man, it's in Europe, too.